guys. I'm Stevie Nelson. And I'm Dave Horowitz. And this is I Burn Everything, a food and relationship podcast during the time of social distancing. Social distancing episode number, you know, I think I'm just going to lose count. I don't really remember, but uh, I feel like <laughs> we're doing it for. I feel like it's like number five? five weeks in. Yeah, it feels like five. Oh, wow. It's deep. Okay, let's say five. It feels like five, and maybe it is five. It could be. We'll find out when we uh, have to go back through this. But yeah, it seems like five. Um, do you have any up? You have any updates? Any cooking related updates? Any relationship related updates? I have. Uh, I, I do have a cooking update. I'm very, uh, very happy uh, to announce that I have made something that I've not only never made before, but I've also never had before. Mm. Uh, and this is sort of a necessity based cooking. I just did a, a massive. Uh, grocery shopping run my uh, I live with you know I've said it before I live with in a house with three total people I'm one of them and uh, we've been kind of switching off going on these massive runs where it'll be about 300 bucks roughly every single time for you know week and a half two weeks but it it, you know really lasts us the whole time so you know it's it's and we're not ordering out so it really it's it's it makes sense to do but it was my turn and I suited up I got my gloves on I got my mask on I strapped in my wireless earbuds so I could listen to a podcast and I and I, I was let loose in the grocery store and I got everything I needed and it didn't even take that long I think it's I, I don't want to speak too soon but it seems like it's getting easier yeah to get food I think you're right I think it is getting easier it seems a little more effortless and like we all have it kind of down now and people are res- mm-hmm. yeah that's awesome I love that so last night we used up the the the, the butt end, the tail end of a bunch of leftovers from old meals we'd prepared, groceries, uh, like produce that was going bad or that was about to go bad. Mm-hmm. And I just looked at what we had and I said, okay, I got this uh, tomato. I got like this pasta sauce that I made from scratch. And uh, I've got, we've got squash and zucchini. We've got eggs and we've got some cheese. What do we make? And I found a recipe for shakshuka. <gasps> Yum. Which, um, have you ever had shakshuka? Yes. Um, I've never had it. Never? No, never in my life. I I always have seen it and went like, oh, that looks kind of interesting. But I, I just I went I went nuts because my roommates are very good cooks and I am not. And I just look opened this recipe mm-hmm. and was grating squash and put the squash in the sink and drained it and salted it and squeezed oh. the, the moisture out and tossed it in a cast iron skillet and cooked it up and pulverized this like like turkey uh, bolognese that I made so it wasn't chunky and then added some extra sauce to it and combined them and cooked it in shallots and <gasps> uh, garlic and then I uh, my roommate helped me make these little divots to, to crack the eggs into and uh, wow. we put some mozzarella on the top because we didn't have goat cheese and let me tell you it was goddamn delicious whoa I love that that sounds delicious and kind of makes me envious of your situation over there <laughs> that sounds so but good. it was i mean but but it was definitely like it was that kind of um cabin fever down to the wire yeah guys what are we gonna do like this squash really is this is probably the last day that we could use this squash and this zucchini and you know this sauce i made whenever it was like we got it we got to use this up or it's gonna go bad and so it it wiped the slate clean and then i was able to you know the fridge and the pantry are filled today so i yes. feel I feel like the food side of my of my uh, my responsibilities in this era is taken care of. I what about that. your updates? Okay, the only update I have is um, I don't. I clearly I don't spend enough time in the kitchen, and now I'm spending a ton of time in the kitchen. And 
Dave, I have shattered four <laughs> four dishes. No. I have shattered this morning I shattered a plate. Um a few uh-huh. days ago I shattered a mug. The day before that, it was like a different mug. It's like I'm not used to navigating my kitchen to the degree where I am just breaking plates nonstop and you can't even walk in my kitchen barefoot anymore. That's how many plates <laughs> oh, I have no. shattered. That's my update. I'm sick of cooking and I've broken too many uh, dishes. Wait, so tell me what, tell, walk me through what's going on here. Do you have, um, are you finding that you are like aggressively cleaning these plates and they're slipping out of your no. hand or you're just, no, no. What's happening? You're taking them out of the, the, the pantry and they're falling. No. Okay. So today I put one on the counter to put some fresh rolls. I had some fresh rolls. Um, to put on there. And I have to be honest, I don't know what happened. It just flew off the counter. (laughs) So (laughs) that one's a mystery. I'm sure I put it too close to the edge, you know, because I'm just like not paying too much attention. Um, and then the, the ceramic mugs, the two mugs and one, oh, and one of the things I shattered was a, I don't even know how many ounces. It probably was like 32 ounces of a butternut squash curry soup. No. Hey, let me tell you something that will haunt you for the rest of your life. The smell of that soup. Like, yeah. it was everywhere. <laughs> Dave, I had to bleach my kitchen like five times. Um, But that was because that was that was just on the fridge because I have more food than I normally do. And so that just fell off. And then mm-hmm. and then the the mugs, I was putting away dishes and they fell. <laughs> I don't know. Well, I, I look, I think we're both spending a lot more time in our kitchen than we're used to. I, I don't mean to come in with some crazy flex like, oh, my God, you're going to oh, no. look at this thing I made last night. I, 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 I'm I, happy to uh, 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 bring my own bl- blooper and blunder into this. Yes. Um, th- thankfully, it did not shatter. But uh, there's some very nice uh, glass bowls for mixing in um, in my kitchen. Yeah. And. I was cleaning one and because it was slippery, I had just, I baked a banana bread, which I mean, there's no glory there. It's, it was good, but you know, it's easy to make that, sure. but that while I was cleaning, it slipped out of my hand and fell almost a full foot and didn't shatter, <gasps> which is a, a complete miracle. But, uh. um, so, but, but not everything can be perfect. So then this morning I was reheating the leftover. Uh, there was a little bit of shakshuka left, no, yeah. no egg, but like a piece of cheese and some of the sauce. And I was going to spread it on a, on a piece of toast. Yum. And we have been saving, we have these, uh, Talenti gelato containers that keep food really well. Yeah. They're just, they, they have a screw top and, um, I was caught in the act of trying to microwave the food in the Talenti thing for 30 seconds and it had already warped the bottom of the container because that is not microwave safe nor is it dishwasher safe and you know what i still ate it oh (laughs) (laughs) and my my yeah i I got chastised i was like you really shouldn't microwave in those things you can't the thing and i said you know what if i if i die i die yeah do you want to know that reminds me of this fact that someone told me recently that um I, i don't know the percentage but that housewives are like a big percentage more likely to get cancer than like women who work. And they were saying it's because of all the um, house cleaning stuff they use, like all of the chemicals that they touch when they're cleaning houses. Anyway, I don't know why that reminded me. What a dark way to start this. (laughs) 
that's so disturbing because of how much cleaning supplies we're all coming in contact with now. I know it's kind of a good um, reminder. <laughs> maybe, terrifying. yeah, it's kind of a good reminder. Maybe to like wear gloves, don't let it touch your skin. You know what I mean? Like maybe be a little bit more careful. But yeah, that stat really was scary. It was like, I swear, my friend said it was like eighty. Like housewives are like eighty percent or more likely, or I guess I should say, stay at home moms, stay at home wives, um, more likely to get cancer because of the amount of chemicals they use. Well, if you're a stay at home spouse, whenever this stuff ends, maybe consider just keeping those masks on, mm-hmm. maybe wearing them around while you're disinfecting or scrubbing or microwaving something you shouldn't be microwaving. Yeah, and yeah, and maybe um, get some after this is all over, get some more natural uh, cleaning products. That's just our PSA for the day. I'm sure we'll have more as we go on. <laughs> well, I'm glad glad to know all of that. Glad that you've shared uh, your your kitchen nightmares with me as I've shared them with you. My pleasure. Uh, let's kick the show off. We have a very, very fantastic guest. Yes. He is a writer. He is a comedian. He's a podcaster. He's a friend of both of ours. It's Chris Fairbanks. Let's do it. Hi, Chris. Hi. Well, right out of the gate. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, you, real quick. You, yeah. You think you're ready to hear your own name, especially. And then when it comes up, there's that that boy, that boyhood, boyhood shock again. <laughs> that old that old grade school shyness creeping yeah, back in. My name got called. I break into a sweat. My hands are clammy. Were you were you shy? Uh, oh, totally. Yeah, I was oh. uh uh didn't want to ever public speak or anything or in a class. When did, uh, I was very quiet. When did that end? To, when did that end? I was the never, exact same way. I don't know. I had to overcome it once I started doing stand up and I think that was good for me. And in college too where they just everything seems more important and you feel like you have to act like an adult. I think that was the only thing I got out of college that <laughs> I started. Because prior to that, I was t- I just was talking to this, uh, to Karen, the woman I do my podcast with. I used to obsess over when you're talking to an adult, especially eye contact. And if I should look at both their eyes or just one eye or pretend I'm looking at their eyes and look at the bridge of their nose. But it... I all interaction was so awkward for me because I felt so weird about looking at someone's face while talking. Is that weird? No, Uh, no, but it kind of um, normal. It's very normal. But having seen you uh, do stand up a lot, it kind of makes sense. Like the sort of the rhythm you have, I guess it does kind of lend itself to that sort of not not like looking away, but it's 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 very it's a very interesting thing. I remember meeting you and thinking that we had sort of similar, not speech patterns, but just conversational approaches. So it's interesting to hear that you were shy. I think it's probably well-documented on this podcast, but I, I weirdly, just because I was such a little fucking ham when I was a kid to the point where there's a video of me, there's a VHS tape somewhere in my parents' house labeled the David Hat Show, which is literally me <laughs> at three years old with a cardboard box full of hats and it's just what it sounds like. I'm just putting on different hats. There's not even really any 
panache to it. It's just here's a bowler hat, here's a top hat, here's a cowboy Dave, hat, here's a baseball hat. You, oh yeah, Dave, you literally invented TikTok. <laughs> yeah. Do you realize this? Holy shit! Oh my god, some some beautiful fifteen year olds uh, with better dance moves than I'll ever have owe me a huge yeah. check. Yeah, uh, Dave, when you were wearing uh, these hats, were you sometimes lip syncing to music? <laughs> Yes, weirdly contemporary music that wouldn't be released for over 35 years. Wow, what? that's wow. wow. Well then, holy. This, yeah. This is next that's level. Amazing. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I, the- <laughs> I, mean, I did the same I would do like puppet shows, but you know, I when it was time to perform and like when I was a kid and make adults laugh, I knew how to not be shy suddenly. But it's just mm-hmm. human interaction you know, where someone's just calling my name and asking me to answer a question and it was time to not be funny. It was crippling. Mm. Do you find, um, do you find just, and, and now, I mean, this is a, uh, unnatural segue, but it feels, feels natural to me. Uh, did, did you ever feel like in writing jobs or office jobs that are creative, for example, the job that we worked on together, my first ever TV writing job was with Chris mm. on a show called The Daily Habit. Yes. Uh, on a on a cable network that doesn't even exist anymore. No, <laughs> no, we watched it. We went down with it. We went down with the ship. It transitioned oh, no, from- you got out. You got out just in time. You oh, got I got, well, I was fired. Raft. Oh. Yeah, I love, <laughs> Dave got fired from this writing job that was a non-union uh, practice how long a, ago? How long ago? And this oh, was 2011. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And then immediately got a better job than anyone else. <laughs> like he got fired, and then you got on a real show. Uh, uh, don't trust the B in apartment 23. Right. Right. Damn. I thought that was the best payback. That was like uh, that's how I want to go out too. Yeah. Uh, the way I got fired was a, a guy I think four or five years younger than me named Zeus who uh, Zeus became a. Zeus uh, sat me down and said, we need a bulldog. And I just don't think you're a bulldog. <gasps> oh, my oh. God. He was. Yeah. Wait, I, I would have asked. Did you ask him what kind of dog he saw you as? Yeah. No. Oh, that'd be fun to keep playing. <laughs> yeah. He was a dude that you didn't even want to figure him out. I would just avoid him. Like it, uh, oh, there was no. no fun games and trying to figure that guy out. We but the job the job was a, it was an action sports roundtable talk show. So I got to it was basically Chris was a correspondent and people I mean great people Chris Hal Rudnick Nick Weiger people who were all oh dude yeah you know, great doing actual yeah funny Jordan things now. Morris yeah oh yeah Jordan Morris um Andy Bolt I think at some point was working yeah. on the show too yeah. I like all of but those it was so people. weird but my. But it would be a show like this. My first ever thing I wrote for it was I wrote I, I remember this that I got it on. It was a um a, a character piece, and it was it was a a surf therapist. So it was a therapist who had written a book called like Riding the Wave or something, and he was going to go around a surf uh, expo like a like a convention and try to give give like silly surfer dudes therapy. Oh, and like I wrote a character the- to do at the ASR trade show or something. Yeah, and so I yeah. wrote this character for Chris. And I was like, I want Chris to do this. I think this would be so funny. I'm I'm a Too fan of his. Subtle, like, huh? They were, <laughs> that's not no. a bulldog character. Well, it's no, it's gotta it be got, in your face and annoying. But it got on. But instead of the, me let them letting me cast you, I we they it was a professional surfer who wasn't a comedian. Who oh did right, it. of course. Oh no. <laughs> who? We, yeah, Benji Weatherly, maybe. 
something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, if, yeah. Oh God, that's so funny. <laughs> yes, talk but about yeah, I, talk about specific um, cadence. You don't ever have a surfer host anything in any way, shape, or form. They always have like except not. except surfing events. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Even then, debatable. Yeah, yeah. But that job went from being a, an action sports roundtable show on an on an action sports network to um, the whole show and company got phased out, and the company became a sh- a, they only showed MMA uh, mixed martial arts fights. Yeah, there was never an announcement. It's just one day all these <laughs> MMA guys came with cauliflower ears, <laughs> and, and we were writing, and we're still writing Japanel jokes for them. What? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and they could barely deliver an order through a drive-thru, and then all of a sudden <laughs> we're writing jokes for them. It was so weird. What a And weird that show, experience. in general, was youth, like a youth culture show. It, it was action sports, too, but it was like a hip show, and that Zeus guy was just pleated khaki dockers. Mm-hmm. It was he, like a young was- guy that was younger than all of us, but he was like an an old guy on the inside. It was so bizarre. He got brought in to like round up and beat up all the nerds. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh God. It would have, boy, it ended terribly with those guys, but anyway, yeah, but I'm on to better things. Uh, guys. I love that. Thank you for sharing your history with me. <laughs> <laughs> that was a really, I was trying to make a, a segue that didn't actually work, but I, what I was going to ask is in a setting like that, like a, like a writer's room or a, or a just any kind of a creative field where you're uh, or a gig where you're pitching jokes and waiting for feedback. Do you, do you find that kind of eye contact and transitioning and, and losing some of that shyness was a little bit or is a little bit difficult for you still, or have you yeah. kind of honed it? No, I, I realized quickly in a room, it's the loudest person. That's the most enthusiastic, not necessarily funny. It's their ideas that get heard mm. and you have to learn to like, speak up or interrupt and not feel precious about things. Cause I would only speak when I had a good idea. Otherwise, you know, everyone's like blurting things out and spitballing. And it's like, well, if I have nothing, I'm staying quiet, but no one stays quiet. In yeah, those the- rooms. And it becomes an alpha dude type or alpha personality. Yeah. It's hard. It, it, it's also, it's kind of difficult for me even still to, 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 pipe up even when I have either nothing or something that I'm not sure is right. is, is perfect or great because just, you know, you want to be, I, I, I don't know. I don't, Stevie, maybe you can speak to this too, but I, I feel like I've never lost the, cause I was not a very good student in, you know, whatever I was great at. I, I, I was great at English and was great at papers and short stories and presentations and stuff, but I was awful at science, awful at math. And if I didn't know something, I just got really quiet. And it's hard to shake that even as an adult where you're like, well, I, I'm, I'm a grown up in my thirties and I'm sitting at this job and I want everyone to think I'm good, but all I have in my brain now is garbage. And then you see someone in the room pitch something that's maybe also not the greatest thing in the world, but it's a springboard for other good stuff. And I'm like, man, if only I was not afraid. Um, but yeah. I think I've slowly been able to get over that. Yeah. I think that in college, like I said before, that's where I lost the shyness is because you hear other people talk and you're like, wait a minute. I'm not, I, a lot of these people are not as smart as I thought they'd be. Or <laughs> and you, yeah. and you start to get confidence from that. 
Yeah. How do you feel, Steve? Do you do you clam up or are you able to kind well, of push through that? Well, it's interesting because I I was so I was so painfully shy that I would get notes sent home from school saying that I would that my teacher would speak to me and I wouldn't speak back. Like so I was like <laughs> I was like troublesome shy, you know? And I remember the feeling of it and how painful it was. Um but today, I mean, I was in a writer's room for my the show that I hosted on Nickelodeon and I have to say, I hated the experience entirely in terms of like, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't like doing the writer's room part. Like, first of all, it's not my personality, but I, I found that like, I was quiet a lot because I didn't have ideas for every, you know, every like clip or whatever. Um, but it is interesting it, as long as you, most people are just shouting stuff out, but I still, that's kind of still not my vibe. I'm sort of like, yeah. I'm sort of like under the radar quieter comedy works better for me type thing so being loud like I'm not a loud person and being a loud like even doing loud comedy doesn't work for me so being in a writer's room sort of felt against my personality like I should be writing like novels on my own or um doing any job probably on my own yeah (laughs) and comedy wise I only like soft comedy like low (laughs) low octave delivered I like if everyone whispered their jokes oh, the best. and the audience just listened up. So many comics yell. Even oh comics God. I really like. There's so many yellers out there. I don't well, like it's it. So, I mean, I don't like it. Yeah, I, I, I will. I will say there's a lot. There, there are many, many reasons why I, I don't uh, still do stand up. But I, I came to L.A. having done a de- like a little bit of stand up in Boston. And the first stand up show I ever did, uh, Chris was on it. And I've, I'm sure I've told him this a million times at parties at 3 a.m. But uh, Chris and um, I, I think you were like maybe the first or second comic I'd ever seen in L.A. And I was like, oh, man, this guy does the kind of stuff that I want to do and try to do. And he does it so much better because it's it again, it's not loud. There's it's a little subtler. You could you, you, you know, you can make a meal out of, you know, mispronouncing a word, whether it's intentional or unintentional. And yeah, like trying yeah. to get it it's right. And it's 50, so it's. 50. It's <laughs> it's so it's so I don't know it's so much more satisfying to watch something like that than someone to come out and even if it's a well constructed thing if someone mm-hmm. is screaming yeah. like like Do like the know? Lewis Black style of just like my character is so angry yeah yeah that you know angry what? and it doesn't work you know what I think like the quieter comedy does work is because it I think it makes the audience members feel like they're they they got it probably like it's almost like they're in on it versus someone telling them what the joke is. Right. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. yeah that It's comedy being done at you. Yeah. Uh, that's and every time. That's why for the longest time I wouldn't go to the comedy store. Well, let's be honest. I still don't, but every, <laughs> I'm like, I walk into that place. I'm like, why is everyone yelling? I don't it's know. just like, yell comedy. And there are comics I know that, bring their voice to a yell occasionally. Like I think of Eddie Pepitone or someone that is just hilarious to me, but, and then he goes low. Like you have to at least have range, but there are people that just, when there's no need for yelling, they're just (laughs) delivering a line, but they, it's like, they don't know the microphone works and it's people that have (laughs) been doing it forever. And I see it work. 
on people. Like yeah. I, oh, yeah. I, me too. Yeah. I, yeah. And that's, that's what bums me it's out. No horrific. more yell comedy. Stop See, I just yelling. Yell. Yeah. But I just yell. I'd like to hear fit. you whisper now though. I, I mean, I just like it lower. Like this. There we go. See that guy. I don't know if I like that. That sounds like a surf therapist. Yeah, (laughs) it does. Or it sounds like um, someone who's trying to do a set while his wife is going to sleep in the same room. (laughs) Like every comic now. Oh, that's a funny Zoom comedy. That is a very funny Zoom comedy show bit in the in this time. It's it's, you're you're doing it in the dark, and you're like, "Hey guys, I just I don't want to wake up uh, Marcy. She's asleep next to me." And, uh, and I'll just, uh, and you're holding a baby. Yeah. It's, <laughs> that is what's, at. I don't know if it's going to work. I don't know. Judging by these zoom shows that I've been doing, I, I don't know that I have a future. <laughs> oh yeah. Wait, can you, can you talk to us a little bit? I, I saw, um, I haven't seen you on one, but I've watched like via Twitch, I think two different zoom comedy shows and I can't judge all of them by just the ones I saw, but, um, or I guess if it's Twitch, it's a Twitch comedy show, not a Zoom comedy show. Anyway, uh, what what have your experiences been doing these shows? How does it feel? Yeah, I it feels terrible. <laughs> uh, I don't know how it feels to watch because I've been watching. And it's kind of the cool thing that makes me, because the one thing I've gotten from this whole uh, pandemic, because we should all glean some silver lining and talk about that. Well, old people are dying. Uh, no, but the thing that I have noticed is it's everyone is it's a clean slate and you turn on the TV and Stephen Colbert is sitting in his laundry room just like me. It's like everyone has been broken down to the that base level of communicating. And it's and it's watching I don't miss there being laughter when I watch Colbert do some jokes or John Oliver. I've been watching those things. And, yeah. uh, or Saturday Night Live. They did a, it all Zoom style and I actually enjoyed it. I haven't watched Saturday Night Live for years and I heard it was good and I watched it and it was great. And I'm starting to think I don't like hearing laughter. Mm-hmm. I, I'm able to watch it, but it feels bad doing it. I have to hear laughter to know yeah. what. If I if 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 I'm just talking silently to my computer and hearing the other comics, kind of uh, snicker to be nice, uh, not snicker but chuckle, whatever, or some <laughs> other word a grandpa would use. Oh, yeah, yeah, I, it's not enough. I I have no future in Zoom comedy. <laughs> but you're still able to. Um, uh, you still podcast, and you still are you are you. Um, I guess that's a good way to ask. What it, so you do some of those some of the Zoom shows you you podcast still you do, yeah, do you, are you doing anything anything else day to day wise that feels like a normal routine that you've been able to keep or are you slowly uh, spinning out like the rest of us Yeah, it. I reached a point where I I felt like I was making the best of this time and then I hit a wall. I think like a lot of people uh, sometime mm-hmm. late last mm-hmm. week. Yeah, where I'm like, <laughs> yeah. absolutely I'm like, the same. Oh, am am I going crazy? Yeah. I think I might be going crazy. Like some, like Dan, you know, doing these cooking shows in my kitchen into my phone. Yeah. We've been watching things because I won't put my phone down. Oh, thank you. I don't, <laughs> but it is cool. Oh, that I, I'm doing, I otherwise have no social media presence. I feel like other than tweeting or posting photos. I, and so I, I think that's great to have a, 
to have a thing that could lend itself to because it's it is so people are look i think the food the food angle is comforting to people and i don't mean your videos your videos are funny to people but i think the 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 spin to put on it of making it be because i People sh- not showing off how perfect they are, but it's just like, guess what? I, you know, might as well uh, learn learn a great new skill, and then their sourdough loaf looks like the best thing you've ever seen. But I yeah. think the re- the reality is, you're throwing a bunch of spaghetti against the wall, sometimes quite literally, because you are tasked with. I mean, you could Postmates everything and have your guy leave it on your front st- porch, and you could disinfect it. But learning to do this stuff especially when you have someone delivering a box to your right. house it's I, so um i it's am very relatable. i am learning yeah i am learning uh the basics of cooking and i've i've gone on my own and bought i mean i bought some uh olive oil the other day and just i bought spices you guys Ooh. hey I got some, okay some, uh, rosemary. are you not a spice guy i just have never cooked I'm not, I cook like five things my whole life and that's being generous. And now I'm learning more, but you're right. If you're not confidently doing it. And when I first moved into this apartment, I did a lot of like putting in light fixtures and figuring out wires in the wall and, and filming that and calling my dad, asking him how to not get electrocuted. And he, <laughs> he knew what I was doing. And he just told me to put my left hand in my back pocket because then it won't complete a circuit. So it's like putting <laughs> oh. in a light with my hand, like all and calling my dad a lot for help. And people responded to that also, like me not knowing what I'm doing and renting tools to make shelves. And, and it was kind of the same thing. So yeah, maybe that's what I'll do. I'll just be an it, ill-equipped handyman. <laughs> I, mean, I think it's Chris, comforting. I mean, to me at least, it it's is. comforting to see. I mean, obviously it's for comedic effect, but someone admitting that they don't know how to do something. Yeah, yeah. I always wondered why people watch the Food Network or Home Home and Garden Network HGTV or whatever it's called, and it's you from beginning to end of the episode. You're watching. There is a tangible. You watch a task get completed. Yeah. And you want, you're along for the ride and you want to see the whole thing. It's riveting television. And I didn't know until I sat and watched it with my stepmom <sighs> and these realtors or a cooking show. And like I said, be, before uh, the last couple of weeks, I didn't care about cooking at all. And then I'm watching those shows and it's like, I don't know. It's watching, you're watching a thing happen. Yeah, I think it's really satisfying. satisfying. Yeah, yeah, it's satisfying. satisfying. And it's interesting too, even like I think for me watching your your videos of you cooking and the how you do every like you literally show us every single step. I do think there is something very satisfying about watching that too, even if someone doesn't know what they're doing. I think it's way better. It's way more interesting to me. Yeah, there's a lot to make fun of with cooking. Uh, uh that I don't understand and I'm doing it anyway. I still don't know what zesting is. <laughs> like it says zest the lemon. I'm like, I assume that means cut it up because uh-uh. they're not. <laughs> I thought it meant shaving off the peel. I and think then it you're does. Gonna, yeah, I, but I then, think it does. But then do, I, everything has told me to zest the lemon, but then it's not saying sprinkle <laughs> your lemon peels on top as garnish. It's just saying... <laughs> Uh, scrape off that peel before you squeeze it like a normal fucking lime. I don't, I still don't understand it, but I'm doing it. 
Yeah. And says, I'm cutting it off manually, peeling it like a sucker. And oh. then and then cutting it up. And then in the end, half the time it's just, yeah, set it on the side when you're yeah, done. It's, it's garnish. That's yeah, so it, what a funny step. Why why, why make zesting? someone zest a lemon? You wanna know what I, I use my I have two. Yeah. And do you wanna know what I use them for? Uh peeling potatoes. <laughs> No, it's it's the it's the saddest thing you could use it for. I um, I take out a dark chocolate bar because I think dark chocolate's too strong, and I zest dark chocolate oh, over yeah. over my ice cream. That's a great idea. <laughs> wait, you th- wait, hold on, wait. You think it's wait, 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 wait. Hold on, hold on, hold on. You you zest the because you think it's too strong, so. The, the alternative would just be like putting chunks in, but that's too strong for you. Too strong. Right, so you just, right. want, to, no, so you just want a faint, a faint whisper of the dark chocolate. Yeah. And you want to know what happens as a result. It tastes more like milk chocolate when you mix it with ice cream. Oh, right. <laughs> Have you ever just used a fine cheese grater and then it's like a sprinkling? Honestly, that's kind of what a zester is. Oh, yeah. Zest- okay. That's the thing with little <laughs> holes that I never knew what to do with it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. This whole thing, this whole time i was thinking of basically a potato peeler this is how little i know no yeah you you, i think you might have a you might have a zester in your i have a potato peeler i don't use it for dessert i uh I have corns and bunions on my. F- I'm just kidding. That's <laughs> awful, like, but it's all I was thinking about the whole time, and it's what I think about when I'm doing it to a lemon or a lime. Just someone with scary ginger uh, toes, that's... and uh, I'm really sorry that I've taken it down this direction. Chris, this is terrifying. It's ter. Well, I went. I pay. I went to this place and have my feet done mm-hmm. uh, with a pedicure. Uh, I was taken there, and. Uh, <laughs> And uh, they, not against that, her will, though. No, right? no. I was okay, like, sure, okay. I'll have some pretty feet. Uh, yeah. And they were scraping this. It was so gross that yeah. I couldn't even watch. And it was my foot. This poor woman did it for a living. And it's slu- uh, it, that stuff just sloughs right off, right? Yeah. I mean, What's, what stuff are you guys talking about? I let's we I mean, it's going to get pretty we can't graphic. tell you. <laughs> But wait, but do wait, do I have this stuff on my feet? Probably I don't think so. I think I'm I always have my feet and a pair of moist sneakers. So I don't have I don't have like dry heel. There's people out there, Dave, that just have these dry, scaly, hard heels. And they're walking around. A lot of them are beautiful people, but yeah. then their feet are just old onions. Yeah. And uh and it's it's really a shame. So they have to go get them shaved and and different solutions and acids put into them. And in the end, yep. uh, they end up looking like off. normal feet. Yeah, you have uh, to, it's almost like just getting off all the dead skin cells, Dave. And they use a chemical that peels it all off. Um, yeah. I, oh. While I have very dry skin, my heels and everything has maintained nice moisture. Maybe because I'm always putting lotion on my feet, which doesn't work well while you're walking around the house. But that stuff works well. Do you think uh, women? Because you have to wear different shoes. I always am wearing the same shoes. I'm like wearing Vans every day of my life. Yeah, and I. But don't do you have multiple pairs of Vans, or are you wearing the same pair? I'm never sockless. I think women have to go through more with footwear to where it's like painful shoes and it has to end what if i just <laughs> turn into this guy this I is like what this guy's saying 
<laughs> the madness has to stop. This is your only, um, the only thing. Your only know, yelling you're, character. You're, yeah, you're really passionate the, about. Yeah, the yelling guy that's trying to get everyone, man and woman, to wear skate shoes. But uh, you skate, so it makes sense you wear skate shoes. Yeah, but my feet. I, and when I went in there, she's like, "Oh, your feet are so soft." And it's like you never want to hear that as a man. Everyone always says I have nice hands. I know what you're saying. It looks like I haven't done an honest day's work. Oh, no. That's not what nice hands mean. I have supple hands. My hands look like a geisha doll. (laughs) They're just so porcelain white and milky gross. I think think hard hands, I think hard gross hands are are overrated. I just want to go on record. The the whole honest work thing. And and look, I I, got to be honest with you guys in the core, you know, in core times. Yeah. Because... You know, there's several season three episodes of our show where I'm like, I got a trainer. I'm going to the gym. I'm lifting weights. Let me tell you, my hands looked really gross from li- <laughs> from lifting these weights and pulling these bars and these stupid machines. And uh, I looked like I had finally been doing a quote unquote honest days of work. Yeah, um, but just I- on the palms. Just on the palms, yeah. Just this rough, coarse hands. And uh, now that we've been out of the, I've been not able to do this for like you know a month and a half or whatever. My hands are finally beginning to look like my hands again, and I don't want to go back. Yeah, yeah. Once you have the, yeah, it was it was important like in the eighties to have big. My dad, we are the exact same size, and my dad has these just wormy veins on his hands with these big old (laughs) knuckles, and they're scars. I'm like, he was just punching sheet metal his whole life and then uh, i have these embarrassing little uh comedian hands chris send us a just, photo of your hands i want to see i mean they uh yeah i will now or not in real time we will end this <laughs> this broadcast oh yeah because then we'll get the reaction yeah i want to uh, see yeah. them coming right really up okay great um yeah i'm interested i find i love I love hands. Like I'm very attracted to hands and feet. I think like when people have nice hands and feet, but I, when I ever, whenever I like hands or feet, I'm never talking about like, wow, it looks like you've done stuff with them. I just think structurally they can be very nice or not. I don't care about the calluses and stuff. I don't know if this is going to register. Steven, I'm I'm sending you my hand right now. Okay. (laughs) I'm so excited. Okay, good. Yeah. Let's get, let's get her reaction. Yeah. I cannot wait to see this. All Dave, right. I don't remember your hands, Dave. It's so weird. I've sit next to you every week for years, and now I can't picture your hands. Um, they're not great. <laughs> they're not great hands. They're um, they're a little. That's not. Well, they're, they're they're a little fuzzy. They're a little furry. Fuzzy. Um, that's fine. Fuzzy's good. What if they were fuzzy like a peach? Gross. Oh. Oh, Chris, that's a very nice hand. Wait, <laughs> oh, look at the right one. It's Chris, really these are, these are beautiful hands. Uh yeah, I'm sending you guys the right. Also, beautiful uh, nails. Only... Nice nail they... beds. Yeah, yeah. They, and I, you know, I do nothing. I actually chew my nails, but for some reason, I just I'm really good at it, and I don't do it nervously anymore. It's just out of uh, sheer maintenance, but. Pop, pull, perfect edge. I don't know. A lot of people like chew on their nails. Yeah. yeah, It's like, what are you, a monster? And they're all serrated. Gross. Oh, we got both hands. There's the right hand coming in. I prefer the right hand. 
Well, you can see my knuckle on my pinky. I have what's known as a boxing fracture. I got angry skateboarding and punched my skateboard and broke my oh. hand. So oh, that, no. so you see on the side that yeah. there goes my career. And then there's yeah. somewhat of a blemish on the uh, fourth metatarsal. Anyway. <laughs> Honestly, uh, I, I, love I, have... the, I love the right hand. I love the right hand. I think it's beautiful. Thank you. It's, it's not perfect, but it's got character. Yeah, it's nice. Oh, I'll show you some character. Okay, I'm I'm flying in. Uh, I'm flying in a pick of my left hand. Okay, now, I can't wait to see this. Um, <laughs> now this is this is. Uh, now last summer, last July, I had surgery to correct a, a a weird thing that was happening on my on my pinky finger. So I'm sending you um the, my left hand facing me. So you're you're gonna see my palm. Okay. And uh, okay. and I'll, you'll see on the pinky there's some scarring. I'll read your um. I'll read your future. Oh okay, yeah, yeah. Find yeah. out if you're about to make some money. Yeah. So enhance that. Enhance that image that okay. just came in. Okay. We'll and zoom in. See, what are we looking for? Um, look at the pinky, and you'll just see some scarification. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah, I see it. I see it. It looks like a stain. <laughs> yeah. Ew. What? <laughs> it looks like you dipped it in some red wine. <laughs> Wait, I don't <laughs> think it looks that gross. Do you drink like Mork from Orc? <laughs> Wait, I didn't. I had no idea that it looks. It looks like a stain. Your whole, your whole hand looks like it was dipped in grapefruit juice. <laughs> grape juice. <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, let's let's. No, it looks the same as my hand. Yeah, <laughs> but perhaps could you? <laughs> Uh, it's it's so backlit though it we can barely see anything to be honest what are you about okay. a size 10 foot dave the 10, 10 and, and a half. half yeah yeah i can tell by the hands here me too did you um, dave did you hear that i answered for you what size shoes you have yeah I, I couldn't believe that you that you knew i don't know what your shoe size is nice guess what is uh uh oh in a uh, a six Mm-mm, no it's a seven Oh, wow. Okay, well that's really close. <laughs> you said it like you're like no way, you're way off, buddy. It's one more. I love. A, I was um, gonna say five, but I was I was uh, transferring it to the men's size in case oh, I bought you those skate shoes I want which, everyone to wear. Yeah, in van, <laughs> in vans. That's exactly right. I would be a five. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, I know a little bit about shoes, a little bit about cooking, a little bit about okay, women's so- shoes, apparently. <laughs> I've tried I've tried to buy shoes for girlfriends in the past and it's never I always buy something that I would like to wear. Yeah. And uh I don't know. I've done okay a couple times, but uh Hey guys, Stevie here. Just wanted to say, hey, why don't you contact us? You can email us at iburneverythingpod at gmail.com, or you can even call our hotline and leave a message, 213-458-5236. It's 213-458-5236, and we may even talk about your message or email on a future episode. So get to it. Are you a good, are you a good gift giver in general when it comes to a uh, romantic partner? I don't think I am. No, I, oh. yeah, I try every once in a while I'm listening and I hear about something and I write it down and I wait four months and I'm like, okay, I have the best gift. And then it'll be, there's this look on her face of like, this is so four months ago. Oh. I remembered, you know, 
My sister is really good at it. She just inherently knows what to get people. And it's I think that's such a skill. It's it, such it, an yeah. amazing skill. I, yeah, think it, I think it's a great skill to have, but it, it, I do find it quite hard. I love getting thoughtful gifts. And then sometimes I feel like I don't, I don't necessarily know if I'm a good gift giver or not. Guys, yeah, you're probably it, a good gift giver. I'm, I'm hot and cold. I'm off and on. Sometimes I nail it and then the rest of the family gets nothing. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, Chris, you're currently I, in a relationship. Yes. Uh, it, uh, weird timing, I think, but, uh, she kind of mm. called it off right at the beginning of this, uh, pandemic, which what? I realize everyone is wanting to control yeah. their lives because everything is chaotic and she had lost her job because it was a service mm. industry job and her place suddenly got infested with rats cartoonishly. Oh no. Uh, and uh, all of this is happening in Phoenix, where she lives, which is part of the bigger problem. And I just wasn't addressing the fact that I probably am not going to move to Phoenix and quit doing comedy in my podcast. And she's she's uh, involved with a, a nursing program there that doesn't oh. transfer over to living here. So, And she's got a, three more years of that. So we just kind of amicably ended it but i oh, didn't man. want i didn't want to end it but after talking to her it's like i don't have a good argument for making you you know wait for me to drive over there once or twice more and more realistically two or three times a week i would see her so oh wow did this start did this start um when you were still did you ever live in the same city at the same time or was no. this always a long distance yeah always long distance yeah okay yeah so it i i mean when i was waiting for her to one day say hey this isn't working so i was trying to just enjoy it while it was happening so i i understand but i was yeah. still like i wonder if this would be happening if it weren't for this uh pandemic because everyone wants to control some that bizarre thing where everyone was fucking buying toilet paper. I'm like, what is this? And she actually told me it's people wanting to have control. Yeah. It's like so it's weird. a reaction people have. Yeah. It's so interesting. You're saying this before, um, before we got on with you, Dave and I were talking about the same thing that the loss of control has left a lot of us feeling sort of um, flailing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like there's, there's just, you have very little control over anything right now. So it's right. like, it does feel very weird. And I can see why people would just like end a relationship or do something. So at, right. least, at least they have like, they did something with their power, right. you know? Yeah. I think people are doing the opposite too in these situations where I, I've heard of some people who, who ramped up a three, four week, two month, six week relationship yeah. into a let's yeah. live together situation. Yeah. We're going to see uh, after this pandemic, a lot of divorces and a lot of babies Yes, uh, yes, yes. Of, mm -hmm. of, of divorce. <laughs> a lot I of people are <laughs> making babies. And then once they get outside, they're divorce. like, uh, hit the bricks. <laughs> I've, I've seen you brush your teeth so many times now. Oh. I really, oh I really want to watch the sitcom that's called Babies of Divorce. <laughs> yeah, Babies of Divorce. <laughs> it's just babies are the main actors, kind of yeah. like 
but dubbed over, you put peanut butter in their mouths so it looks yeah. like they're talking. <laughs> yes. And like like a Muppet Babies, but live action. Yeah, oh. it's it's look who's Green talking. Lit. It's look who's talking, but modern. Yeah, yeah. And and none of the couples are together. That's none. a very, very, very interesting. Especially because yeah, imagine you're in quarantine, you're like, this is it, you're my soulmate, let's do this. I just is this crazy? I want to make a baby with you. And then they get pregnant and then this whole thing ends. You have like yeah. an eight month old and you go, I don't think I ever <laughs> want to see you or this kid ever again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel Can we put like- both of you on a train. <laughs> Uh, there's a lot of people that have structure. I've never had it, even before doing stand up for a living, which is chaotic. And I, it, the consist, it, I don't know that it'll ever be consistent, even when I'm now that I'm doing okay. And before that, I was doing freelance illustration and art jobs. So I never had this flailing, is how I always feel, except now nothing is expected of me. Like I've, no one is emailing me. No one's, I'm not getting any spam calls. I'm not getting any emails asking for anything. I mean, not to sound like I'm having a fun time, but I, I, uh, it's been sort of relaxing. I, I am comforted by the fact nothing is expected of me. And I think a lot of people that causes panic in them, but I'm like, Oh man, I'm with you, Chris. Yeah. I'm with you. Yeah. I have so many like actor friends who are like, I there's just like no auditions or they're doing like monologues to make up for the fact that there are no auditions. And for oh, me, that's insane to me, it's, <laughs> Chris. It's nuts. But for me, it feels I'm so relieved to not be driving to Santa Monica every day. Like, yeah, yeah. I feel a sense of like total peace, <coughs> knowing, knowing no one wants anything from me right now. It yeah, feels good. I find it feeling it's the best. Good. Yeah, and why I lived in Venice for fifteen years, and every commercial audition was on La Brea. It don't mind if we talk a little shop. And now <laughs> I moved to Echo Park, and I'm driving to Santa Monica. Mm. Not anymore because commercials. I haven't got a commercial audition for for uh, like a full year. Not. I'm not blaming the pandemic. Yeah, just commercials for me haven't been happening. That's wild. I think that I've been on the road more and they are tired of me just saying, I'm sorry, I can't. Yeah, you're booking out I can go to the audition, but I can't go to the fitting for this cat food commercial and then they find someone else. Yep. So it's like, whatever. I just, uh, but that's the only auditioning I do is go in. Yeah. That's some strawberry jelly and then i drive all the way home like oh, i fucked it up yeah yeah, yeah. I've, been, uh, I've been booked out i've been unavailable i've been uh quote unquote booked out or unavailable with my commercial agent since 2012 so i think maybe right. i think maybe it's it's a no-go as far as me jumping back into the game but it would be great if they started just doing like all right we're gonna do cell phone camera commercials yeah. now and we're no gonna release dave them. they are they are right now that's what they're doing Wait, what Okay, yeah. so so my commercial agents have sent me auditions <gasps> that are from your phone. One of them, literally straight up from TikTok, and then oh wow, and then other ones from your Zoom. They're doing Zoom commercials right now. They are doing. You have to have like certain high internet thing, like that you audition from Zoom and you have callbacks from Zoom. They are creating commercials from Zoom. Wow. Wait, wait. No, I understand but then auditioning they, that way. How are yeah. they going to shoot them, though? On Zoom. Oh, I'm not, weird. 
Yeah, they're doing it on Zoom. So they're like the whole production, a whole production on Zoom. So you hold up your clothes. This is what I have around my apartment. How are these pants? Oh, that I guess. looks good. Yeah, I guess I haven't um, booked one, so I haven't <laughs> exactly had a wardrobe fitting yet. But, <laughs> but um, yeah, they're auditioning, and a lot of these are shooting. They get like real Zoom users, real um, the Microsoft version of Zoom. You know, all of that. So they're they're okay. That to me is where this becomes a science fiction novel that I read in high school. One hundred percent. If we're about to watch commercials of people in their living room, uh, it's gonna get bad. Yeah. Hey guys. (laughs) Uh, uh, But the whole time, I'm just sad that I'm not going out on these Zoom auditions. I'm just uh, so bad. I'm gonna ask my people. Chris, we're going to send you, we're going to send you the cat food and we're going to drop it off at your door. There will be a a contactless delivery and then you will, you will hold the cat food bag up in front of your iMac and you'll say, Mm. my cat loves Rachel Ray, nutrition, (laughs) turkey and gravy flavor. Is Rachel Ray doing cat food now? I know she does dog food. I would assume oh, she also great. does cat food if she knows where her bread's buttered, if you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. I went uh, during that Fuel TV show. There was that skateboarding bulldog. Bulldogs oh, yeah. like to jump on skateboards for they some love reason. It. They, they love it. Yeah. It, whether it's to bite your ankle or to get on, they mm-hmm. just want to figure it out. And I've seen bulldogs riding on them while biting it. And it's like, well, <laughs> that's just not a cool style. But. <laughs> I went to interview the the premier bulldog skateboarder that was in the Rose Bowl parade. They had all these cute bulldogs uh, that were like getting on little snowboards and going up a chairlift. They had little hats on, and then they'd slide down this this slide that was white. and And Santa Claus was at the top. It was the most adorable thing. And they were running up and then sliding down. And then I look over, some guy counting it, doing inventory. It was Dick Van Patten from Eight is Enough. Oh, uh, weird. Yeah, he owns Natural Balance dog food. I was like, are you Dick Van Patten? He's wearing an apron and he had he was just working in this warehouse. And he's like, oh, yeah, this is my dog food company. Because <laughs> we were at the Natural Balance place. <laughs> yeah. So after he is an actor, he and a friend, he told me the whole story. He's the sweetest man ever. But he... They just started, they're like, I like dogs. Want to take some of our acting money and make dog food? (laughs) And they've been doing it ever since. Yeah. And they sponsored this this dog that uh, he died. I was thinking of going to the services, but uh, he was like the skateboarding skateboarding dog. Um, Wait. That's extremely. (laughs) When did he die? This was probably like. Uh, Yeah. Those guys live about seven years, I think. Okay. So oh, that's this, too short. He's been a lot gone. of health problems. He's been gone about that long. Okay. Uh, well, he's been I, yeah, gone longer than he was alive, I think. Shortly after my uh, my my fuel TV days were behind me, I I took a job where I was writing. I was freelance writing videos for a, a famous internet cat named Colonel Meow, a very fluffy cat. Um, I can now say because the job has passed. Not my Why style. Why wouldn't it be Chairman Meow? Honestly, the, I said that too. And, Here, uh, yeah, what? Yeah, Colonel Meow? Why? Yeah, Colonel Meow and his friend Boo, who's a golden retriever. Look, it, the more the point of the story is not to answer your name. <laughs> the point of the story is I was in the middle of writing these freelance scripts. I think there was like I was making 
not a total of 900 bucks, but it was one of these, like, here's a couple hundred bucks every couple of weeks that we're doing this thing. Uh, complete free for all. It's all for the internet. And um, guys, we shot with the cat and I was like, this cat does not look well. And uh, after we shot two videos out of a possible five, that cat died. On set? No, like between shoots. Oh, no. God. Talk about nerves. And oh. that cat was not trained. It was a lot of me like crinkling oh, cellophane no. above the above the camera. Oh, yeah. this is awful. Colonel, no. Chairman. Chairman. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I just wish it was chairman i just now. never honor him by his real name um, <laughs> adios colonel as Later. he's dying <laughs> <laughs> look the moral of the story is that if you have some acting money and you have a bit of a name like for example i know the name dick van Patten, but and, I, and i'm sort of having trouble placing him in my head but i do know him from eight is enough of course, well, I'm, I, of course, I picture Dick Van Dyke first. But if you have a little money and you're on a certain level as an actor, and you think the work might dry up, start a dog food company. Right, right. I yeah, I I I think it's a good idea. I'm actually thinking right now because I'm every day I'm waking up like, what am I going to do for a living? If comedy isn't a thing, uh, maybe I'll make some dog food or cat food. I don't have any pets. None. Do you like but that? There's that guy that just made fake meat and he's a millionaire, that impossible burger guy. Yeah. And he was just a vegetarian putting real meat in his mouth and chewing it and spitting it out to test his, uh, his fake. I don't think that anyone who made fake meat had ever done that. Yeah. It's like, well, I got to put it in my mouth. <laughs> I watched this video about him. He's like, yeah. And it was awful. I hadn't had meat for years, but I was spitting it out. I was like, oh my gross. God. Just a guy so putting disgusting. hamburger in his mouth, raw sometimes, you to know, make sure that the. Yikes. You know, yeah, I wish. That's, that's dedication. <laughs> yeah, it he's is dedication. He's a zillionaire now. Very gross. And I wish we didn't know the process of how we came up with it, but I think that's pretty genius. Maybe I'll make bet. I, I invented this. Uh, and I know I invented it because I looked everywhere for a headboard slash shelf that uh, butts into the corner of a 90 degree angle, like for the corner of my room. So my bed sits diagonally in my room. I didn't want it against a wall and I didn't want it in the middle of the room. So I made this uh, like that's one of the videos I, I documented it was making this kind of isosceles triangle out of repurposed barn wood and then affixing my bed to it and i can put stuff up there i have a lamp and some pictures but wait i'm having trouble uh, understanding can you can it, <laughs> you know how a bed would have a headboard uh yeah. i bought a bed that didn't have a headboard or a footboard okay. and before this and then i I had it in the corner of my room. So before I built this thing, there was just a gap there where my pillows had fall on the floor in uh -huh. this in this triangle of space. You know what oh. I'm saying? Oh, my gosh. Oh, wait. Oh, yes. So I made oh, a triangular headboard. Yeah, I made a, a triangle-shaped box, if you will, out of yeah. wood. And it's also a storage. I can put stuff in there. <gasps> and then my I bed is this. against it. And it looks cool. It looks like a... My whole bedroom just is rustic. I have like a mountain wallpaper scene and uh, Coleman lantern 
sconces that are lights. Like it, tur- I turn oh, it that's into cool. a, I have fake grass as carpet. I, I'm a real weirdo, but I went with this wow. whole camping theme, which Phew. I'm really appreciating now that we aren't allowed to go outside. I wake up and I look at a mountain. Oh my God. And a window. It's a mirror, but it's, you a, were it's like, made from a You were like low-key prepared for this. I, I, Yeah, it's really weird how, and it's working. I wake up and I look at the mountain. I'm like, okay, it's going to be okay. One day wow. I'll- I could go to the mountains right now. Let's. It should be of a city, and then I'd probably wake up crying. But <laughs> I don't want to live in a city anyway. The point is, I invented this bed <laughs> thing, and I want. I don't know if I should sell blueprints for them. Someone offered to make blueprints to build them, and yeah, I could, sell like, blueprints. Sell no. the plans no. as merch. Sell, I think you should sell post article. Sell it as a thing. To article I, or Wayfair or something? To article in particular, for some reason, my brain is saying. I because think you it could start also, out small. Yeah. I'm sorry, go ahead. Oh, I just feel like it's, it, this does yeah, make sense. Yeah, that's what I, I think, was thinking, Phoebe. Yeah. yeah, like, I, you know, I I don't want to get into the production of this one piece of furniture, but no, it is a good idea, and everyone I've shown it to, uh, you know, people that I have sex with, I, just kidding, <laughs> I People come it's, to my apartment okay. for things. Other, not a lot of people have come. I've it's shown, okay if you're not kidding. No one comes when I have sex. No, oh, no, no one <laughs> has, comes over is the point. But I have shown photos <laughs> to picture friends. I send a photo, and they're like, that's a great idea. I want that. I yeah. share it a lot. I really think I'm onto something. And now I've blown it. And someone listening now is sketching up a million dollar future for the No, no. no. No, no we'll, this is a poor man's copyright we'll zero. Trade, no one is allowed to steal right. this. Yeah, it's we'll good. trademark we, it. It's recorded. That, that's why That's why I fire off my best jokes on Twitter, too. It's <laughs> copyrighted. It is, It is. yeah, this is evidence that I'm saying yeah. that do not steal my corner headboard triangle idea. I, I got to come up with a better name. that idea. Yeah, I I'll think see. you should post some pics on your gram and see if anyone would be interested in oh i have i'll send them right here i'll fire them off right after my soft hands yeah (laughs) (laughs) send it it to us we need to see okay it'll be so beautiful next to your soft hands i bet it comes up with (laughs) if i type in furniture (laughs) see it's recognizing it as furniture and i built it okay (laughs) hey did you call your dad for this too uh, I did because I didn't know. I put my bed where I wanted it. I measured each side and it, uh, with my bed against the wall, one corner of, uh, my bed where my head would be was a 30 degree angle and one was 60. And we know then that the third corner has to be 90. So that is a perfect isosceles triangle. So this is one of the first times I've had to know math. Yeah. walking around and this is the first time it's come up i was always raising my hand when is this going to come up uh i needed to figure out the hypotenuse from just the known sides and i couldn't figure it out and i called my dad and he immediately knew so wow. that's that's dads, yeah. dads know about dads know about uh hypotenuses yeah, yeah. Tell well, you. he also he's a property appraiser he measures buildings for a living uh oh. or he did before wait that's amazing Man, my, wait chris I, wear, I wish you could call it the isosceles like bed thing but i feel like that's name that name is probably too like well right it's also limiting like some people might want it to be a, a perfect 
triangle, like have the, yeah. my room is diagonal. So I didn't want it jetting out exactly at a 45 degree angle. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's slightly, uh, uh, towards one wall. It's more towards one wall than the other, just cause I need to walk to that closet. I don't know. It, it's so much easier with photos. <laughs> uh, the, I, the I saw so the I snore sillies. Oh, I saw the sleep. sleep. Lie angle. <laughs> lie oh. angle. Cause you oh. lie on a bed. Oh, <laughs> wow. Oh, wow. <laughs> After you try my lie angle, you're going to want to <laughs> lie on my triangle. <laughs> also, I'm a Christian and I support Trump. Yeah. I turned into the, my, my, my pillow. pillow. My, oh, you should be the Why my pillow guy, to- but but for Biden. Why? Yeah, yeah. It's just, and I, I'm carrying my bed frame design up oh. to the podium and holding it. I, you know, what's good for uh, dementia or sleep, which is why. I, sorry. Oh, he won't stop mumbling to himself. That's why I made this personally for my friend Joe. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to follow this up with with some hate speech, but it really makes for a comfortable bed. I can't find the photo. I guess I'll send you guys later. Do you have yeah, photos yeah. with? Yeah, oh, we'll we post. sometimes put up. We'll we post sometimes the photo. put up with our Chris. We we um we we want to we want to wrap up with you, but I think oh, sure. th- I think this is a nice way to uh, you, you you saying just a couple minutes ago that you don't kind of know what's what you're going to do if comedy goes away or like for money in the in the in the time of of coronavirus i think that you just figured out what you're going to do i think that i could really see this being something that makes you a lot of money because people need to be on beds right now all the time people are working from their beds it might be a good side income i don't know if just the blueprints or the plans to build a thing you buy all the products. You buy the hundreds of dollars of wood. I just tell you what a triangle looks like. <laughs> like there isn't much of a secret to what I made. I, you uh, could sell a masterclass, and it's you giving a video tutorial on what a triangle is. But that's actually not a bad idea. Woodworking, okay. woodworking, and like home beautification masterclass. I just want to designate designate myself the master of something. I think this might be it. I think so. I think- I think so. I've also been working on an animation that'll probably be 30 seconds long and I'm not even half done and I've been working on it a week, but oh, look man. for that too. We're so <laughs> excited. <laughs> wait, wait, where can, it's um, just a guy skateboarding and, and, and uh, spinning on top of a fire hydrant and then going back to his original position. So it'll kind of loop. Oh, so nice. it'll be a loop. Did you draw it? Very excited. Yeah, I, used, I did an animation a long time ago for a snowboard movie and I watched it and I did it like when I was in my early 20s and I'm like, man, that was cool. And I never did another animation. So, oh, I saw that. That was great. <clears throat> oh, thanks. Yeah, so you I'm, are uh, I'm trying to get back into that. Are you, are you still doing like illustration stuff for hire? I'm always I, I think I yeah. talk about you're yeah. you're a very, very good illustrator, which uh when people, I, I think I talk about it all the time on the show. When people are good at more than one thing, it uh, it really confuses me. <laughs> but oh, thanks, I appreciate cool. that. It is it's something I kind of once I started doing comedy more, I just kind of set it aside. But I think 
I need to focus on it and maybe get an agent to get start getting magazine work again yeah. because I, uh, yeah, we got to switch stuff around. All right, right guys? Let's, and then yes. I just yes. start coughing. <laughs> okay, we're at fifty-seven minutes. All right, let's let's get let's get it out there. If you need any illustration work done and you have a lot of money, please hit up Chris Fairbanks. Tons if of money. You, if you don't I have a lot of like money, go home. I'm, I'm I'm really booked up with the free stuff. <laughs> if you would like to buy a very expensive I snorsilies lie angle triangle bed headboard. I yep. snorsilies. <laughs> Did you already say that? Yeah. <laughs> I snorsilies. Yeah. Well, maybe I had it. I had to let it simmer for a little yeah. bit. I, I snorsilies. <laughs> the so- I snorsilies bed triangle. Oh, my God. oh, thank you, Dave. Look, I, I, um, I. Also, you can look for him on on Zoom comedy shows. I'm so I'm I'm I. I mean, a great tragedy of all this is that people just are not able to do, um the things that they normally are doing professionally but i i gotta say your instagram cooking videos keep them and, coming yeah and oh, thanks, keep them guys. coming and also if you if you decide to do a little uh how to triangle bed video i would happily watch and share that okay um, cool Tell our listeners uh, where they can find that and anything else from you. On yeah, the I my podcast is called uh, Do You Need a Ride with Karen Kelgariff. We've been doing it on Zoom, but I want us to try this. I it There is no delay when we we're using Zoom. There's an oh, unnecessary yeah. delay. We were talking at the same time. And this is immediate. I like this better. So yeah, I'm yeah and if you feel this. If you I'm still want to see Chorsalis from you, <laughs> and this, and I'm uh, on Twitter. I'm just Chris Fairbanks, and on Instagram, Chris underscore Fairbanks. Ooh. Okay, mind the underscore. Go look at his work. Yes. Go watch his videos. <laughs> uh, support his podcast, and uh, look for look for his triangle liangle. I snore Celie's bed soon in stores everywhere when you can go to stores, which will be either soon or never again. Oh, God. My little cash cow. I can't wait for the money to roll in. <laughs> okay. Uh, Chris, thank you so much for being on our show. Yeah. You are a fantastic, fantastic guest. Thank you both so much. Yeah, I had a really thanks, great time. Chris. Okay. Stay, uh, stay safe. Stay sane. And I will. And stay, stay cool. cool. <laughs> I'm gonna sign off and sit silently in my living room for a while. Oh, okay. That sounds okay. great. Just recharge your batteries. We'll talk to you soon. Okay, see you guys. Okay, Thank bye, you. Chris. Bye, bud. Bye. Stevie, that was really funny. <laughs> <laughs> I am like a big fan of Chris's. First of all, his ideas are very funny, and he himself is obviously very funny. I love talking to him. He he is so he, I, I have described this to other people before, but his comedy, his like stand up style, I compare it to a magic trick because he does these things, and a lot of them are extremely off the cuff every time. But he also does some things that, and I, I hope he's not, he wouldn't be uh, offended or, or feel like I'm showing how the sausage is made. But he, he has, he had a couple things that I remember very vividly from when I did a lot more live comedy, where they would seem like mistakes mm. and then I would see him do it again and he would do the same thing. And I was like, Oh my God, this guy's a genius. Oh, I love and that. He just makes me laugh 
and I, I've known him for the entire time I've lived in LA. So he's, I've kind of thought he was the funniest dude ever for about 15 years. Damn. And when I got that job and found out that he was going to be working with me, I was like, Oh, this is amazing. And yeah, that funny, like first feeling of rejection when I was like, I wrote this thing for Chris Fairbanks. And they're like, actually this surfer with no comedy experience is going to do this. <laughs> and I was like, all right. Okay. Whatever. That's like what it is to be a writer. Totally. Um, his, his style is amazing. It seems like he's doing great and he has an amazing apartment or house. I don't know what, but I, I am kind of envious of his setup, especially whatever's going on with his headboard. <laughs> his, his bedroom and his headboard sound so nice, especially right now. Imagine waking up and seeing grass. So nice during social distancing. I've just been stockpiling. I mean, I'm just so I'm so lucky to still be working a job remotely. And so I just feel like I'm squirreling away money for when some awful end times thing happens. But I have gotten some I've moved some stuff around in my room to give myself more space to to exercise and mm. to work also. But I do have a I do have some um some design uh desires and it sounds like he's he just indulged all of them, which is kind of what you want right now. I'm sure waking yeah. up for him is way more pleasant than waking up for me. Yeah. I, uh, I find myself like rearranging my furniture every day now. And I, um, I move my, <laughs> I move, <laughs> really every day. I'm not kidding. I move my kitchen table on the regular so I can dance in my living room. I don't know, Dave. Oh, that is one of the more whimsical things <laughs> I've heard you say. I'm just like, I think that was, I, I think that that, is possibly that possibly possibly dethroned the time that you got a hamster and named him hamburgers oh my gosh i miss hamburgers <laughs> yeah rest in peace to a real one you know i know he'll always go down as the realist <laughs> <laughs> i don't know do you think i mean maybe maybe he's in a better place because he's not watching you dance around your living room every day oh, I, or maybe maybe he wanted to uh, no i don't think so um, hamsters are nocturnal, so I think in his like his nightmare is me dancing around during the day. But also, maybe he's watching over you and he can see you. <gasps> Most likely, that is that's nice. That is that's what nice happens thought. to hamsters after they die, right? Yeah, they just sit in the space where their cage was <laughs> as a ghost and watch you do literally everything you do in that room. Did I ever tell you that right after he died, um, I couldn't sleep for like a month because. I got so used to the white noise of his hamster wheel. Oh, <laughs> I know. Dave, I didn't even Why is that why is that gonna make me start sobbing? Oh, because we're we're in isolation and everything is sad. Um, but yeah, no. It, oh Jesus. It was um it was so sad. I didn't even notice how attached I had gotten to the sound. Little Hamby. I miss Hamby. Ugh. How how are the uh how are the bigger hamsters? How are the how are the dogs doing? Uh, they're great. Uh, some days they're a little stir crazy. Other days they're exhausted. They're honestly just mimicking how I feel. <laughs> sure, of course. You know, but they're good. Well, I'm glad they're good here. To hear they're hanging in there. Yeah. Um. Do let's see. I don't know. I'm excited. We have a bunch of really great guests coming up. Yeah. I'm really excited about how this episode went. Um. I would much rather be sitting in your living room, but I think we're finally getting a bit of a rhythm going with this setup. Me too. I can't wait till you can come back into my living room, but until then, this is actually pretty nice. It's it is pretty nice. I've been I've been 
doing some things to help me stay sane. I've been making more food. I've been shadowing the people in my house who are amazing cooks and just kind of learning things from them. And it's just a, a, a whole new world. And that world is getting a little squirt bottle to put your olive oil in. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's, it's smell, you know, that new world smells like garlic and shallots and uh, memories of <laughs> a different world. <laughs> I do feel like we're all eating a lot of garlic right now. Do you find that? I do. Uh, these the, the guys I live with like to eat a clove of garlic every day for, for health, like to boost their immune system. And I, I say no every time because even though, you know, I'm rarely ever around anyone else besides them, um, it uh, I still don't. I don't know. I, I ate some like raw red onion the other day and just the rest of my day was me tasting that red onion. And I don't yeah, like that. Me neither. I don't eat onion because of it. Oh, not at all. I'm actually allergic. <laughs> <laughs> I I don't know if it's because there's the delay or what, but the way the amount of time it took you to say that, it sounded like you were mad at me. <laughs> no, no, no. I was just texting you a, pic, a picture of the notes I took during our um, session. <laughs> oh wait, I see it now. Let's see. What did you What did you send me just now? Okay, uh, okay. I always take I'm notes. gonna just I'm gonna just read. I'm going to read the, the notes. Okay. Okay. 4-17-2020. Chris Fairbanks. Triangle next to his name, of course, because <laughs> of his triangle. Liangle. I snorselies. Liangle. Triangle bed. Um, here's what we have. We have a little, looks like a big, gigantic Rubik's Cube. Then it says, loud comedy. <laughs> Zoom shows no laughter. Learning to cook. Relaxing. And then something stre- <laughs> crossed out. Does that say work? I'm not sure. I don't oh, know. Re- relaxing or the word well something's crossed out but it says relaxing no pressure during mm-hmm. uh zoom commercials and commercials with, is with one <laughs> m um then there's a christmas tree with a smiley face a <laughs> lamp then <laughs> then a city skyline and underneath it says stevie nelson city girl i don't know what that means but that's really funny dave i almost cried laughing when i wrote it <laughs> Stevie Nelson City Girl is your is your sitcom that you get in 1993 when a big time talent scout comes to see you do stand up at the Laugh Factory. Uh huh. <laughs> um, okay, then top right corner we got more trees. We got a tent. It looks like you're kind of trying to approximate what Chris said his room looked like. <laughs> then we got a doodle that looks like it could be a playing card or a magic card. I don't know. I'm gonna kind of zoom past that. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's about it. And then and then the name of Chris's podcast. Do you need a ride? Mm-hmm. Uh, so, listeners, you can listen to Chris and Karen Kilgariff from My Favorite Murder, host Do You Need a Ride, available wherever you get podcasts. You can listen to our podcast wherever you get podcasts, but you probably know that if you're listening to this <laughs> podcast. You can call our hotline at 213-458-5236. And guess what, guys? The calls have all but dried up. Aww. You know what I'm saying? I don't know what I've done to you to offend you, to upset you, besides Aww. bringing you quality free content in the time of the Rona. People are getting the Rona left and right. Old people are dying. Young people are getting a dry cough. And nobody's calling little Davy or little Stevie yeah. anymore. But what the heck? Stevie, talk to them. Tell them to call. Hey, guys. Give us a call. We have nothing to do. We will listen to every single one of your calls. If you call and you just say hi and you hang up, we'll listen. We may even play yeah, it. Yeah, we'll play that high on the air. We'll yeah. analyze it. Come back to us. We miss We'll tell you. you what kind of a person you are. 
come back to us, call us on our hotline, email us at ibirdeverythingpod at gmail.com. Tell us what you're doing. What are you watching to get through these times? What are you reading? What are you smoking, man? Yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah, I do. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't, <laughs> I don't advocate drug use, but in some cases it can be very therapeutic. So, you know, take it with a grain of salt. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? What other? Oh, you know, go to Apple Podcasts and leave us a review. That really helps. We hit a hundo. That felt very good. Thank you. And, you know, what else can we say? If you got anything you'd like to hear on the show, a suggestion, anything, just drop us a line any way you can. Um, what else? Oh, a happy 69th birthday to our number one fan, my dad. Congratulations, sir. What a great guy. Dave, what day is your dad's yeah. birthday? What day is your dad's birthday exactly? April 15th, tax day. Bizarre. My dad's birthday is April 18th. Ooh. So they're the same. What's your mom's birthday? They're the same sign. Uh, January 16th. All right. That doesn't help us. Although that is right around the time of my parents' anniversary. What does that mean? Uh, you and I. Are, it means we need to wrap up our episode. You and I should probably stop <laughs> recording this right now. <laughs> okay, we both have the same thought. Okay, yeah, listeners, do all the things that you that we want you to do to get in touch with us. We do miss you terribly. We're going insane inside of our homes. Um, listen to uh, do listen to Chris Fairbanks everywhere. He's such a fantastic guest. I hope you enjoyed him as much as we enjoyed talking to him. And. uh We'll see you next week on another episode of We Don't Have Anything Else to Do and Be in Our House and Talk to Each Other. Amazing. Talk to you soon. It's the new name of the show. (laughs) Okay. I love you. Love you. Bye. delicious listeners of I Burn Everything. Are you ready for a promo? Let's do yoga. Let's get fit. Hi, I'm Nick. And I'm Muriel. And we're the hosts of Hella Hella in in Your your 30s. A podcast about a cool couple trying to do adult stuff. So each week we invite you to join us as we try to learn things we should probably already know, like how does a stock market work? Can we install that bidet? Why are all of our houseplants dying? This is a podcast for people of all ages, because remember... Age ain't nothing but a number. But being Hella in Your 30s is a state of mind. So tomorrow's a new day. Let's order pizza. Campfire.